cup of coffee. At the core of everything we do is the number one issue we face daily, student motivation. No matter what our position in education is and no matter what level we teach, our jobs would be so much easier and so much more rewarding if we were consistently working with students that were motivated. Higher motivation from students would lead to less behavior issues, less apathy issues, and just all-around more stimulating days. But this issue of motivation is not just a kid thing. Even in the workforce today, companies are finding that even adults are starting to require very different types of motivation in order to optimize performance. As we will do often on this podcast, today we turn to an expert from the field of business to find some answers that can improve our classrooms. Daniel Pink, author of A Whole New Mind and the book Drive, amongst many other books, is one of the leading thinkers on this issue of motivation. He proposes that people are now motivated most strongly by three things, autonomy, mastery, and purpose. There is, this is very different from the old factory model, which was built on the premise that people were motivated by rewards and carrots, if you will, for performance. Today, we will take step one and examine his research and ideas on autonomy, then connect this to how it can help in our classrooms. Pink identifies four types of autonomy that companies are picking and choosing from in order to maximize motivation. They are autonomy in time, task, technique, and team. Let's start by looking at autonomy of time. Many companies today have turned to what is ter- turned to what is termed ROW. This acronym, R-O-W-E, stands for Results Only Work Environment. This means that workers have no schedules and do not have to be at the office at a certain time. They simply have to get their job done well, when and where being their personal choice. As one CEO states, management isn't about walking around and seeing if people are in their offices. It's about creating conditions for people to do their best work. Netflix, who has continually reinvented itself through innovative thinking, is known for its results-only work environment. Their employees have no vacation days. They are allowed to take off as many days as they want, when they want, without question from their bosses. The worker's only responsibility is to make sure that their work is always done. They believe that when workers have autonomy over their time, they will be more motivated to optimize their performance. Google is also famous for innovative motivation. They have given employees a level of autonomy over task and technique. Since their inception, they have required that all engineers spend 20% of their time creating things of their choosing. Walking around the halls of Google often feels like walking around a science fair as new inventions from its engineers are on display everywhere. It was during this 20% time that the world came up that Google came up with Google Maps and Google Translate among many other successful innovations. Providing autonomy over team means letting people choose who they work with on projects and how they group themselves. At Facebook, new engineers are trained in a boot camp for six weeks, learning everything they can about the company and its operations. Then these engineers interview, interview with the different engineering teams. After the interviews, the worker 
actually gets to choose which team to join. So as Pink says, Facebook selects the talent, but the talent selects his or her team. The following quote from Pink summarizes a lot of this well and pushes us toward how this can impact our classrooms. And I quote, Think for a moment about the great artists of the last hundred years and how they worked. People like Pablo Picasso, Georgia O'Keeffe, and Jackson Pollock. Nobody told them, you must paint this sort of picture. You must begin precisely at 8.30 a.m. You must paint with the people we select to work with you. And you must paint this way. The very idea is ludicrous. But you know what? It's ludicrous for you too. Pink continues. Whether you're fixing sinks, ringing up groceries, selling cars, or writing a lesson plan, you and I need autonomy just as deeply as a great painter. However, encouraging autonomy doesn't mean discouraging accountability. People must be accountable for their work. Close quote. So what does this all mean for our classroom? Well, it certainly teaches us a lot about how we can use autonomy to raise the motivation of our students. Just like the adults, students will be more likely to dive into learning if we are able to provide some autonomy within the learning process. Think about the classrooms you grew up in. We were told what to do, how to do it, when to do it, and who we were working with or not working with. We had almost no autonomy over time, task, technique, or team. We need to make sure that we don't run classrooms that are this regimented anymore. Today's students are autonomous beings. They are used to having autonomy over where they go on the internet, autonomy over what they watch on television, most of which now is on demand, by the way, or on Netflix, which is even more autonomous in that when they grew up, in that when we grew up, we had to watch what was on TV based on times. Students today are used to also having autonomy over communicating with friends, Snapchatting and texting whenever they feel like it, as opposed to many of us who had to use home phones when our parents weren't on them and hope that no one was on our friend's phone at the same time either. Today's students are very used to much, much higher levels of autonomy. But then when they arrive at school, they're told what to learn, when to learn it, and how to learn it. No wonder their motivation often crashes. Starting tomorrow, let's give some of that autonomy back to students. Like Pink said and like Netflix demonstrates, let's keep accountability strong, but let's provide autonomy as much as possible. Start by picking just one of the four types of autonomy. Give your students autonomy over time or task or technique or team. Here are quick examples for each. Autonomy over time. Give students an assignment this week that they will work on each day for a certain amount of time and that they can take home as well. And don't tell them when they need to do it or what they need to do each, each time they work. Let them know what they're accountable for by the end of the week and tell them how they use their time to get there is up to them. Autonomy over task. With a specific learning objective in mind, let students choose from a few options of assignments all of which will demonstrate mastery of the objective if they are completed. But let students choose which assignment they will complete. Autonomy over technique. Similar to the last example, let students actually create their own assignments in order to prove their learning. Clearly define what they need to prove to you, but let them devise a technique for proving it. It will certainly make for interesting correcting, but more importantly, it will make for interesting learning for students. And finally, autonomy over team. This one's simple. Let students choose who to work with for an assignment or let them choose to work alone. Leave it totally up to them. 
Just by giving students autonomy over one of these four elements, we will immediately see them engage more and be more motivated to learn. Just think about the PD experiences you go to as an educator. There's nothing we all hate more than learning in PD sessions that provides no autonomy as described above. So let's make sure that in our classrooms we do the opposite and we provide students with autonomy as much as possible. Time, task, technique, or team. Give students autonomy to help motivate them to learn. Please subscribe to us on iTunes, share us with your friends, tweet us with questions and thoughts at teachcupcoffee, or email us topic ideas or questions to teacherscupofcoffee at menloed.com. That's M-E-N-L-O-E-D.com. Most importantly, as always, have a great week. Keep doing all the incredible things you do in your school and classroom. We will be off the next two weeks for Thanksgiving, but we will return in December with more shots of caffeine and ideas to keep you going. And we hope you enjoyed your cup of coffee. Everybody, no more sleeping in bed.